Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to let you know that you are very welcome to connect with me online. I am less active on Facebook and Twitter these days, and more so on Instagram. If you're not already connected with me, please do connect up. I am Natalie underscore hot content. There you will find all sorts of things hot content related, one hot thing podcast related, but also several pictures of ponies and puppies as well and my (laughs) country life so please do hook up with me on instagram it would be great to get to know you better so let's introduce today's guest it is meredith marsh now meredith is a really interesting lady with lots to say about youtube she helps non-techie people figure out how to make videos so she may help families create and capture relivable moments or help fellow bloggers increase the profitability of their blogs with youtube and video content let's meet meredith and find out about her one hot thing so hi meredith welcome to the podcast thanks natalie for having me Oh, it's great to have you on. Would you like to start by telling us what your one hot thing is? Of course, yes. My one hot thing is, uh, well, YouTube (laughs) to start with, but uh, specifically my one thing is to use the search and rescue method to create what I call a save me series on YouTube that turns your random viewers into raving fans. So you can grow your YouTube channel, you know, your first 1000 YouTube subscribers really quickly. Amazing. So this is really something that I guess could work for people with an established channel, but this is going to be great for people who are literally just starting a channel or just recently started and wanting to kind of gain some traction. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds really interesting. So if you could just start by talking us through how this, this method works. Yeah. So if you uh, if you go to YouTube and you look at some of the more successful channels that are in, you know, they're creating videos like how-to videos and tutorials. And those are the types of videos that I think are perfect to start out with. They're perfect for um, content marketing because you're just, you're showing up and you're answering the questions that people are searching for. Um, And if you go and look at the big successful channels that are creating that type of content, you will notice a little bit of a pattern on many of them where you see, you know, um, a certain topic. Like, for example, I recently searched how to install drywall um, because I had to patch this thing in my house. It's a long story, (laughs) but um, I searched how to install drywall um, and I found the Renovision channel um, on YouTube and he had not one video on how to install drywall. He had part one, part two, part three, part four. And I watched uh, six in a row um, and because one was like, here's the tools you need. One was, um, here's where to start. One was how to do the mudding, how to do the sanding. Like, um, he could have made it an hour long video, <laughs> but I probably wouldn't have watched it. Uh, but I did kind of binge watch those six um, videos and he had more in the series, but I didn't get that far because I wasn't doing a whole room. 
Um, and so I notice we, we see this so often with successful channels and yet a lot of times when we go to start a channel or, or, you know, our channel is maybe not getting very many views or it's kind of stagnant, um, we're kind of like bouncing all over the place, hopefully staying within our niche topics, but bouncing all over the place between different topics. So um, what I teach my clients and students is to create what I call a save me series. And I'm doing a lot of talking with my hands, which I know you can see me, but your viewers can't. I love it. <laughs> so I call it a save me series. Um, which is based on what I call the search and rescue method, where you're showing up as a search result for your ideal audience and you're rescuing them uh, from whatever it is that they searched for. They have some pain or some problem or question. You're the one that's showing up with the answer to that. So you do that using a Save Me series where you create, um, I like to recommend about five videos to start with um, that are very tightly related in some type of a series where it makes sense to start at one spot and then go to the next and the next and the next. Um, and you plan them all at one time. You do all the keyword research at one time. You script them all out so you know what you're going to be saying in each of the five videos. And then when you record, you can reference, you know, back in video number one, I taught you blah, 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 blah. And then you can link to it in your um, end card and your um, description. And then at the end of your video, you can also say, if you enjoyed this video, you can move on to video number four, where I'm going to teach you what, whatever that topic is. And then you can link to it. And so the concept behind it is YouTube loves that binge-worthy content. It's kind of, I like to think of it as the golden ticket to, for the algorithm to like recognize that you're creating decent content that people want to watch. Um, and you're, you're, in a way, you're kind of doing YouTube's job a little bit for them because you are, you've already selected what the next video is that would make sense for this viewer to watch. So um, by doing that, they're staying, the viewer is staying on your channel longer. They're watching more of your videos, which not only helps the algorithm to um, recognize your videos as being quality videos that they should recommend to more people, but it also gets that viewer um, more um, aligned with who you are gets to know you better, you know, you establish that know, like, and trust factor. Um, and so it's really, it's a win-win for everybody. Amazing. So this series of, for example, five videos. So you, the example you gave, it was quite a large topic. So as you say, you could have recorded an hour-long video, realistically, mm -hmm. you people are going to watch a video of that length. So it made more sense to split it up. But if somebody, for example, in their business or their the particular topic that they're YouTubing about, if they haven't got something that would, a particular subtopic that would f warrant five videos, mm -hmm. Is it another option to do five videos on different topics, but very tightly connected? Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I think it, uh, it would depend on, you know, what the topics are and what your niche is. I mean, if it makes sense to you, ask yourself, will this make sense to the viewer? Like, would it be the next, would the second video in the series be the next logical video that they would feel like, oh, I have to watch that before I move on mm -hmm. to something else? Um, you know, one of the things that if you feel like you don't have 
a series type of a topic. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you could do, um, I love recommending this, is become the the expert on whatever product or software is like everyone is using in your niche or your ideal customer is using or your ideal um, audience person would be using, um, go through the user manual and create an entire series on everything in the user manual because those are the things that people are searching for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in this day and age, I know some people do go reference a paper <laughs> user manual, but um, they also go to YouTube and just type in the exact things that are in the actual user manual. Um, and when you're the one like showing up and teaching that and you're becoming that expert, then you're the expert and authority in your niche. Yes, absolutely. So the idea being that we can keep people on our channel for longer, like you say, uh, we're producing that kind of binge-worthy content, which YouTube is going to love. But as you mentioned, so the important thing is, is to keep your content connected and linked together. So constantly be referencing mm-hmm. from the end of the series more towards the beginning and vice versa. Is that? Yes, yes, exactly. Like a spider web kind of, it's all linked together. To keep it all linked together. Yeah, I think it sounds like a sounds like a brilliant idea. And would you advise that? Obviously, this would be a great thing to, for people to create once they've literally just started the channel. Mm-hmm. For people listening who have got maybe quite a few videos, like you say, are feeling like they're just a bit stuck with it. Is it too late at that point to to introduce this? Is there any? No, it's definitely not too late at no. all. Um, No, actually, one of the things that you could do is go into your YouTube analytics, which uh, just like Google Analytics on your site, YouTube has some really fantastic analytics. I think they actually give you more insightful information than regular Google Analytics does. Um, And you can use that to see what is already working on your channel. So, um, for example, look at your videos that have the most views and see, you can actually see what search terms people typed in to find that video. So, for example, um, if you say you have a video on like how to launch a podcast and it does really well and you go into your analytics, there may be people ending up on your video after they searched for um, how to create a podcast, how to publish a podcast, how to start a podcast. And it's all like the same, you might be able to give the same information, the same basic gist, but if you can show up for all of those search terms, um, then in by creating additional videos mm-hmm. that are targeting those search terms, then you're just adding like fuel to the fire essentially. So start with what's already working on your channel. If you feel like you're not getting very many views or you just overall have this sense, I hear this a lot from my clients, like, yes, I have a YouTube channel, but it sucks. Like that's basically what I hear, right? And even if it feels like it sucks to you, you can go into your analytics and pick out what's working and just do more of that. So find those videos that have the most views Um, and maybe create a breakout series from those topics. See how you can break them down even more. That's a good idea. Yeah. So rather than randomly picking a topic out of your head, look at what 
yeah, from history, what people are more mm. interested in. Yeah. So just to be clear on what you said then, did so if I got this right then, that you can go into the analytics and you can look for an individual video and see what people searched for, typed into the search bar when your video came up. Is that, have I got the right? Yes. You can see what they searched for that, that made them ultimately end up on watching your video. Interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting because we've talked quite a bit on the podcast about the, uh, the different ways to come up with different titles and topics for your videos by using the, the autofill in the, the YouTube search bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of almost another way of doing that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, definitely. I have just one last question and it really relates to kind of the titles of these individual videos within the series. Do you think it's quite important? Well, I would, I would guess it's really important to have it really clear that, you know, you're part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. But in terms of the, the title that comes before that, is it important to have the same title so it's super obvious or can you be a little bit more creative? No, different title. Um, and depending on how long your title is, if you have enough room, if you, if you have the title of the video and then if you have enough room to kind of have the, like what you might call the series, um, like, uh, let's see, I did a, I started my channel doing a lot of, um, like GoPro tutorials and how to use a GoPro camera and things like that. So I did a series called 30 Days of GoPro, where I went through the user manual for mm-hmm. the GoPro Hero 5 Black, and I created 30 videos in a row. And so I would have the title of like, um, like how to, I don't know, how to connect your iPhone to your GoPro. That would be the video. And then I think I had 30 Days of GoPro as the title of this series. And then I think I just had the number, like number 12 or something. So if you have room for that, you could. But even if you just put the, t- the name of the video, the title of the video, so you've done your keyword research, you know what you need to call it, and then you can just put part one or part three or whatever. Um, that's just a signal to the viewer, like, oh, this is part of something. There's more, there's more where this came from. And then even if, um, you know, even if they don't, hear you say this is part of a series or whatever they still have that sort of clue that there's more on your channel where that one came from and i guess if people don't have the room to fit the title the series type the series title and the the number there's always the description where you can yeah as well that's been absolutely brilliant. That's exactly just the kind of thing that I love to have on the, the podcast. Like, say, we call it the one hot thing, and that really is just one thing that people can, you know, go away and plan and implement, um, and I think it would make a big difference. Would you just wrap up by letting people know where they can find out more about you and connect with you? Yeah, so you can definitely find me on YouTube if you just search <laughs> VidPro Mom or Meredith Marsh. Um, and I also have a, uh, a free workbook called the fast way to one K YouTube subscribers workbook, where I go a little more in depth, quite a bit more in depth actually on the search and rescue method and the save me series. And also hit me up on Instagram. My handle is vidpromom there. I always like to connect there. Amazing. And we could perhaps get a link to the workbook. I mean, put that in the show notes if people sure. download that. Amazing. Thank you so much, Meredith. That's been wonderful. You are welcome. Thanks for having me. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. 
for more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.